ESPN 580 Orlando's live, local, and loud. It's 6 o'clock on a Friday, and we are live, local, and loud here on ESPN 580. Getting ready for a big NBA playoff weekend. We're going to talk some football. Our buddy Michael Matt's going to join us. He's Jerry Daniels. I'm Nick Rutherwood, Sticky Football. Thanks for tuning in here on a Friday. You can get in touch with the show at 844-225-5580. That's 844-225-5580. Text is 21232. That is 21232 as we broadcast from our Victory Casino Cruises.com studios, home of the only legal sports book in Central Florida. We have our Dubs Dread teed up question of the night. Let's get this one out of the way quickly here. We're going to get to it at 630. We want you to pound the phone lines today. And of course, golf always on the line. If you want to call in and hang out with us, you can call us at 844-225-5580. Our Dubs Dread teed up question of the night. What NBA playoff series are you most looking forward to? Which NBA playoff series? They're all set. Okay, I'm going to talk Sixers Heat. I know that. I'm looking forward to that one. We've got Toronto, Washington. We've got what Milwaukee playing against Boston, and we've got the Pacers-Cavs in the Eastern Conference. We'll get into the Western Conference, too. As I mentioned, Michael Matt's going to join us as well. But, of course, we start every single show with our top trending stories around Orlando. It's this little thing we call our Yingling Six-Pack. The Yingling Six-Pack. Because we know you like your Yingling cold. And your topic's hot. It's the Yingling Six-Pack. The six most talked about stories today. On Live, Local, and Loud. One. That is correct. It is the Yingling Six Pack, the top six trending stories in the 407-321. And I got to remind you, the Golden Pilsner is out. We're going to be throughout Central Florida giving those away. Um, I was at uh, Johnny's Filling Station yesterday. Um, I uh, I don't know. I'm going to... I'm going to be all over town giving away Golden Pilsner. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at the... The Jerry Daniels, right? The at Jerry. the Jerry Daniels. I'm telling you how good I am at Twitter. I'm not good at Twitter. Uh, the guys here at, at work give me a hard time because my Twitter promotion uh, abilities are much higher than everyone else's. They're like, a machine. Sam and, Sam and Chris, when they do their show on Saturdays, their first show they did, they said, wait a minute, my Twitter is what? And they said, Nick just kind of knows how to do this. And it's like, yeah, self-promotion is <laughs> kind of a thing. At ESPN5 and Nick, he's at the Jerry Daniels here on Live Local Now. What's number one, buddy? The number one trending story in Orlando, believe it or not, is a character over from yesterday it is still the firing of Orlando's general coach not general manager by general manager the head coach of the Orlando Magic I'm in just I'm still tired from yesterday Frank Vogel man Still sad about it. Fired after two seasons, fifty-four and one ten, and Frank. I mean, is he's going to get paid here. eleven million. He's going to get paid eleven million to walk away, and I think he's going to be one of the top candidates on the coaching carousel if he wants another job. The story here, though, is is if sources are right that we may have ten to eleven openings in the NBA. How good of a coach are we going to get here in Orlando? Well, you and I talked about this. Yesterday, Jerry, when we asked how good of a job, how attractive of a job, I think you had him at six. The right? Orlando Magic job, I I had them near the bottom, and because you're selling five coaches in five years, you're selling a mismatched roster that looks like it's very tough to win with, and a group of guys that don't want to play defense, and also a roster crunch in terms of salaries that's not going to open up for another season or two. So the guy that you're bringing in. 
is looking at this saying, wait a minute, am I going to be the guy that takes the L's and then someone else wins with the fruit of my labor? Or am I going to be the guy that gets to stay? I think it's a little bit of a tougher sell than Jeff Weltman let it out to be yesterday when he said he doesn't think he needs to sell it I all. know Scott Inez was kind of high on a Michael Jordan cast-off. What's your theories on that? Steve Clifford, I like the name. I do. I think that you Steve Clifford... You know there's Clifford, a twist on that story. Is there? Yes. What's that? I will guarantee you if Clifford comes here, Dwight Howard will retire in the pinstripes. I'd agree with that. Because yeah. Dwight and Steve are very yeah. close, and that's why Charlotte wanted Dwight Howard. I, I wouldn't. I don't think that that's way out of line to think either. Well, sometimes but, my theories aren't always out of line. Yeah, blind squirrels. Sure. Two. <laughs> the number two trending story in the four zero seven three two one. And I know you hate this, and I hate it too. But it was trending all day, and outside of Orlando, it was the number one trending story for most of the day. Colin Kaepernick, who still does not have an NFL job, apparently, according to Afton uh, Adam Shepner with ESPN, was going to get a tryout, but was unable to confirm his intentions with kneeling if he was giving an opportunity with Seattle. So the way this story goes, Colin Kaepernick was set to meet with the Seahawks. He was set to work out with the Seahawks. They kind of called him and said, so Colin, just we know the reports are you're not going to kneel next year for the anthem. Where are you at with that? And Colin would not commit to not kneeling next season. They said, hey, like, let's just put this on hold for a little bit, right? We're not going to do it right now. Maybe we'll do it later, but we're not going to do it. And now there's outrage that Colin Kaepernick is not going to get that tryout. Am, am I am I correct in saying that? Yeah, and I've got another twist on this. Sure. I'm suspicious that with a lawsuit about collusion, that all of a sudden now NFL teams are offering opportunities for Colin Kaepernick, but... He then comes back and says, well, I might still kneel, which sounds like the NFL's trying to get out of the collusion situation by offering him a job. And then Colin Kaepernick is saying, nope, you know what, you, I'm would, still going to stay out. I would try to clean this up. And if and I, I don't know the legalities of this. you got to find some lawyers, some attorneys. I have no idea. If I were Roger Goodell, I would place Colin Kaepernick on the exempt list right now. And here's why. He's suing the league. And I don't think that he can I get a fair you. shake as a potential employee. This isn't Who's going Kaepern- to hire him if you're suing the league? This is in Colin Kaepernick's best interest in my mind. I, this is not a comment on the kneeling or anything like that, but I don't know how you can expect to get a job with a company or an employer that you're also in litigation with. This is a very messy subject, whether he's going to kneel or it not. happens all the time. And though. it surprised me. It did surprise me the Seahawks even gave him... A tryout or a a workout, I guess, for them to come in. Now, they signed Stephen Morris today, so I guess that opportunity is over. The other thing I can say, at least, is like if you're a Seattle man, just bring them and work them out and then go on from there and not sign them. But I I, I don't know. It's a messy situation. Three. It's part of our question of the night here on Live Local and Loud. It is the NBA playoffs, which kick off tomorrow. One of the ones that's kind of interesting for me, and we're going to talk about them all, but this one matters. It's trending today. Joel Embiid will not play in game one, and there's no confirmation on when he will be available against the Miami Heat. This is massive for the Philadelphia 76ers, and the Sixers are the hottest team in the NBA going into these playoffs. Everyone's going to make this out about, oh, it's not a big deal. You don't have Joel Embiid for one game. Maybe he can sit the entire first round and you're not going to need him. But you look up and down because they finished the season on a 16-game win streak. You look up and down that 16-game win streak, and it is littered with teams like Atlanta, Dallas, Detroit, and uh, the, the New York Knicks, 
are Orlando Magic, Memphis, Charlotte. I mean, there's seven games right there. There were two against Atlanta, two against the Knicks. Ten of those 16 games, even more. I, I What I should do here is count, and I will during the break, how many actual playoff teams they beat. They beat a bunch yeah. of bad teams in that 16-game win streak. They need Joel Embiid, and I'll go as far to say, if Embiid doesn't play two or more games of this series, Miami is going to win that series. Miami is good. They don't have a ton of talent, but Eric Spolstra is one of the best coaches in turning chicken, you know what, into chicken salad. <laughs> and they should be very, very cautious because Hassan Whiteside, when motivated, is one of the best in the middle in the league. Four. I always like to go, like to go the lemonade route. We're halfway through our Yingling six-pack. Did you know you can get a 22-ounce ice-cold Yingling at any one of the three Twin Peaks locations here in Central Florida? for less than $3. Um, the number four trending story in Central Florida is after eight seasons, wide receiver Des Bryant was notified today that he will not be staying around for a ninth. Jerry Jones released this. And, you know, I don't know. I mean, this is par for the course. You know, clearing cap, blah, blah, blah. Des Bryant, no matter how good he was for the team, is gone. They're going in a different direction. But here's what's weird to me. How many times is it the owners that make the press release? Oh, rarely. Rarely. This is a Dallas-only thing. This is Dallas that does this. This is Dallas and it's Dallas It's kind of almost only. annoying. It's Jerry if Jones. If you're the PR guy for Dallas, I mean, what's your job? Two teams do this. Dallas, and can you name the other? Indianapolis. Yes, Jim Irsay. Yeah. And Who's they're, more annoying? They're, I don't know if you were to do that poll, actually, between <laughs> Jerry Jones and Jim Irsay. I would vote Jim Irsay. Jim Irsay is more annoying to me. But, yeah, this move was expected. I, I'm not surprised that da- that Des Bryant's looking for a new place to go. And Where does he go? Uh, I know it's not our question tonight, short, but it's kind of fun. Short list for me. Yeah. Uh, Indy with Andrew Luck, the other annoying owner. Okay. okay. Foxborough, New England, that's obvious. They're always looking for those kind of guys. Another team, and I don't know what the cap space situation is. Uh, another one, by the way, San Francisco. And the other one, what about Jacksonville? Man, you don't have any of the ones that I went with. Which ones do you have? Oh, I want to see him in Washington. Oh, see, I don't. Come on. They've got the room. They he do. knows He knows the, the defense in the NFC East. He does. And boy, would he be able to stick it to them. You're right about that. That's not that's not the worst thing in the world. You're right about that. There you go, Five. Pete. Hope you're listening, Pete. That was for you, Pete. All right, the Lightning. You know what? We talked about this a little bit last night. Uh, the NHL playoffs opened up two nights ago. I was down in Tampa, and I'm telling you, off the heels of a 5-2 win against the Blue Devils, uh, New Jersey Devils. I'm thinking of the Blue Jackets. Anyways, the Devils. The Devils. Um, man, that city is blue. That city is lit up. And Very I'm underrated you, sports town, Tampa. It really is. And I'm telling you, I was down there, and I was driving around. I had a couple meetings in Tampa this morning. And I'm telling you, both times the Magic were in the finals, we loved it. We were excited. Tampa's got us beat, guys. I mean, I've never seen so much love for a team as I do for the Bolts. I have not been in Orlando during the NBA Finals time. I've been twice. I And I can't speak to that. What I will tell you is Tampa's a very underrated sports town, especially very underrated hockey town. I'd go as far as to say it's in the top half of the league in terms of hockey towns and the way they support that team. By the way, uh, speaking of the Blue Jackets and Blue, um, congrats to the Blue Jackets. Uh, They won last night. This is the first time in franchise history that they've ever led in a playoff series. Congratulations. Wow. Five. Um, All right. This one was kind of trending yesterday, and it kind of got bounced by the whole Frank Vogel thing. My, My bad. My bad. Six. 
Oh, which one did you pick? I hit five. My bad. That's, That's okay. on me. It's Friday. We're kind of chilling here, guys. Uh, by the way, lines are open, 844-225-5580. Call us tonight. We're going to give out some good prizes as well. Uh, Basketball Hall of Famer Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and uh, former figure skating Itanya Harding herself and uh, Washington Redskins. Speaking of the Redskins, Josh Norman, the cornerback. You remember, remember Josh Norman? Anyways, all three will be participating in season 26 of ABC's Dancing with the Stars. What grabbed me when you put this news on my table is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. yeah. Kareem is going... The Sky Hook yeah. is headed to the dance floor. How old do you think Kareem is? Um, 66? Kareem's 70 fucking oh years old. Oh, God. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is 70 years he's old. he's a big boy. He's seven foot two. There's no way his knees are any good. By the way, the dancer he's going to be dancing with is like four foot six. It's going to look just ridiculous, but I can't believe Kareem's going to get out there. He's going to be out there like a stiff board, frankly, trying to bend and move. He'll and be all this a sympathetic stuff. vote, though, he will so be. he might make it a few weeks. He will be. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Kareem, though, just get out there and do his thing. That's our Yingling six-pack, our uh, six trending stories here in Orlando. You want to jump on, you can get involved with our uh, Dubs Dread Teed Up question of the night. Which NBA playoff series are you most looking forward to? You can text us at 21232 also at 844-225-5580. That's 844-225-5580 on Twitter at ESPN580Nick. And at the Jerry Daniels, one texter already writes, T-Wolves Rockets. We'll definitely dive into that one. Coming up, that's at 630. Daily Rewind is around the corner. He's Jerry Daniels. I'm Nick Ruddle with Snicky Football. Live, local, and loud on a Friday here on ESPN580 Orlando. The Orlando Magic have fired Frank Vogel. Coach Vogel is out as head coach of the Orlando Magic. This is ESPN 580 Orlando's live, local, and loud. Welcome back. Live, local, and loud here on ESPN 580. He's Jerry Daniels. I'm Nick Grudel with Snakey Football, broadcasting from our Victory Casino Cruises.com studios, home of the only legal sports book in Central Florida. Our Dubs Dread teed up question of the night around the corner at 6.30. Which NBA playoff series are you most looking forward to? You can get in touch with us at 844-225-5580. That's 844-225-5580. The text 21232. That is 21232. Also on Twitter at ESPN580Nick and at the Jerry Daniels. couple of uh, trending stories that did not make the yeah, cut, but I wanted to mention. Um, Jim Kelly coming out of cancer surgery, looking really good, so props to him. That's and good. number two, Shaquem Griffin working out with the Bucks. If that kid can stay in the state of Florida, that is an answer to my broadcaster's dreams. Huge. That is great for Tampa if he can end up there, for Miami, for Jacksonville. Uh, how would you love it if you're Jacksonville and that kid's on the board in the second or third round and you're picking? You need a little bit of help at I'm linebacker. I'm telling you right now, according to what I understand, Khan has him on his radar. Does he? Yes. Because there is a little bit of branding, marketing opportunity there where you There's can start... There's a reason why Bortles is a starting quarterback You start making it at UCF North just yes. a bit, and you can kind of <laughs> claim that. And you can do it also while not taking a hit in terms of talent because this kid is talented. This kid is going to be good. He's going to be a difference maker in the NFL. At the very least, he's going to be a guy that you can put on your, your special teams 
and he's he's going to do it for you. And there's I, a I love lot him. of Knights up in the Northeast. I, so much so I didn't realize this. I'm not even sure you're aware of this. The Golden Knights in Las Vegas, the team president, part of the reason why they were called the Golden Knights was, A, that name was available, and, two, the president who lived in Jacksonville was UCF an alum. alum. Yeah. He was. We, we've talked about that plenty of times. And I, uh, I'll i tell you what, I, I think that would be great if he could stay here in the state of Florida. But uh, on draft night, whenever this happens, whether it be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or whenever – uh, I get to become a slight fan of a new NFL team because he's going to be drafted somewhere, and I'm going to root. I don't root for teams, I guess. I, I root for people. I root for, for stories, and Shaquem Griffin is is a great story. I'm looking forward to seeing him in the NFL uh, next year. What do you say we get to the Daily Rewind? Nick and Jerry weigh in on the day's sports conversation. It's the Daily Rewind. Let's start with our buddy Scott Inez, ESPN Afternoons with Scott Inez, 4-6 to six right here on ESPN 580. Aaron Gordon said his offseason is all about three letters, M-A-X. Sounds like Scotty's got three different letters for him. <laughs> I'm not buying. <laughs> Five years, $148 million? I think he's got an inflated opinion of himself as a basketball player. You got the feeling yesterday that, that he actually believes that he's worth $148 million? That, really? If I'm the magic and his agent comes to me and says he wants the max, I laugh in his face. Really, dude? I mean, I, you, you, you played 58 games this year, 17 points a game, eight rebounds, three assists. You shoot 33 from three. Average numbers. A- average numbers on a bad basketball team. And you did not make this team any better. And you have the gumption to tell me that that you want $148 million? Dude! I mean, that's just insanity. Scott Inez earlier today, Aaron Gordon. He's he's not up for giving Aaron the max, Jerry. Five years, 148. Where are you at with this? Uh, here's where I'm at. Who else will be? That's the question. We've got a tighter budget across the NBA due to the CBA. Um, and I'm telling you right now, I think the Magic are going to have suitors. The question is, is how much do they like him and what can we get back for it? Do you do a sign and trade? Yes. You do a sign and trade. So you're not interested in Aaron Gordon on this team next season. You're moving on. I want a young batch of kids, and I hope the coach we bring in. This kid's 22. No, I... You say young, he's 22. They don't get much younger. I've seen enough. I've seen enough, too. I'm not done with Aaron Gordon on this team, necessarily. And I'm not saying he's a finished product. I'm not saying that I'm happy with his production. I'm not disagreeing with that either. (laughs) But this is also a guy who was top 40 in the NBA in scoring, 17 points a game. He had six, he had about eight rebounds a game and shot, you know, he went from 28% to 33% from three. He's progressing. Sure. He's developing as a player. Now, you could say, okay, good stats, bad team. But Aaron Gordon is progressing as a basketball player. Do I give him the max? No. What I do is I tell him, hey, we're not signing July 1. He said yesterday, July 1, I hope this is done. Well, ain't going to happen. No. If I were Jeff Wellman and John Hammond, I'd say, go out, you get that thing signed, and we'll think about matching it. And if someone gives him a max, then you start working Here's on the Here's my concern. Trade. I believe he's immature enough that if he's not signed on the 1st, that we have to deal with that drama next year. You know what? I think you have to gauge that. I don't know if that's going to be the problem or not, but I, I see that concern. That's a valid concern. I hadn't thought about that much. Let's move on. Golik and Wingo, 6 to 10 a.m. right here on ESPN 580. Today, ESPN NBA reporting Illuminati. Adrian Wojnarowski joined the show. They asked him, what is the most attractive NBA head coach opening? Milwaukee. Yeah. Milwaukee because of Tanakupo and... 
uh, you got a new arena there next year, which is great, but the Greek freak. I mean, you have a uh, a future MVP in the league. And he's locked up for, what, how many years now? Um, four, at least four yeah, more years? Yeah, I think he's got two more after this one. Yeah. And uh, and he's not a player who is, um, he, he really likes it there, and he wants the win there. He's not someone whose eyes are on, I want to be in a big market, but whenever you have a player of that caliber, um, you've got to always be showing him you are on a pathway to winning. This is a really important hire for the Bucks, and uh, they they have, um, you know, they they probably underachieved a little bit this year, um, but they have some pieces there, and and you can you you've got a player you can just build. That is Adrian Wojnarowski, Golik and Wingo, this morning, 6 to 10 a.m. He's right. It's Milwaukee. We talked about this yesterday, Jerry, and I told you, Milwaukee, Milwaukee, yeah. Milwaukee. Uh, that's can I go the into the intangibles? Opening. Go ahead. One, Wisconsin actually has low taxes. Okay. It's not like Illinois. Everybody moving out of Chicago, they're going to Milwaukee. They are. Number two, they're getting a new arena. It's going to be an excited fan base up there in lower Wisconsin. And by the way, Wisconsin's famous for having crap hole cities with great fan bases, a.k.a. Green Bay. I've been to Milwaukee plenty of times, by the way. It is Chicago North. It's it very is 100% nice. Chicago North. And number three reason, 8.5 bars for every 10,000 people. Is that right? Yes. I didn't realize that. Yes. So if the Greek freak wants to get Greek <laughs> smashed, there you go. Let's get to the Stephen A. Smith Show. Stephen A., one of our new year, new voices, new faces right here on ESPN 580. Today he had Deion Sanders on, NFL Network analyst. Uh, Deion's not my favorite, but uh, he illuminated us today at his outrage of over Des Bryant being cut. I don't like the NFL, man. When you could tell the world you gave me a deal, and three, three weeks later you could change, three years later you could change your mind. See, what if I change my mind in the middle of a contract and say, you know what? I want some more money. Now I'm the bad guy. I don't like it whatsoever. I wish it was guaranteed like the NBA. When you hear $100 million, they get a hundred. When you see baseball, when you hear $100 million, they get a hundred. But when you hear football, they get a hundred. No, they get 40. And then kids get cut if you get sideways on the organization. I don't like it one bit. And I think Dez gave them the best option. No, he wasn't the Dez that we once do in love. But the Cowboys hadn't been that team that we once do in love. Deion Sanders on with Stephen A. Smith. There is a blatant hypocrisy with the way that fans and the media cover a player either being cut or wanting his contract changed. If the organization does it like today, Jerry Jones cuts Des Bryant, it's, well, he had to either take a pay cut or... He didn't perform well enough. Well, my understanding is he didn't have to necessarily take a pay cut. They didn't ask him to. They just cut him. No, no. I was told, what I understand, I've done some reading on this today, because okay. this was a big story. It was. They wanted him to renegotiate so he would retire as, as a, a cowboy. cowboy. But they wanted him to take less money now, and then they would pay him out into his you know, last okay. season. So, okay, so there was some sort of a golden parachute at the end of yes, that contract. and he wasn't, he wasn't willing to negotiate. And I can see that. I really Haven't can. I done enough for you? But if Des Bryant holds out and says, I want more money, he's yeah. the bad guy. This happened with those. I'm on Des's Jr. side here. I know you are. I don't like it when guys hold out, but I also feel very strange when organizations do this. You sign Des to that contract, and I get it. NFL contracts, they're deceiving. NFL contracts are the Facebook of contracts. You look at them, everybody's happy. <laughs> Everyone's life is going great. But really, it's not worth $100 million. It's worth $40 million. But I, I, I agree with Deion Sanders here. It's not fair to the players, and it's also not fair the hypocrisy in which what people like. What about Philadelphia? What about it? What about that? They don't have option. the cap space. I know. I went and looked. Man, that would be fun. Unless he wants to play on a one-year deal. We'll talk more about Des Bryant later in the show. That is 
Our Yingling, our, not our Yingling six-pack, it is our Daily Rewind. We yeah. take you through the day sports conversation. It's a rewind-in conversation, like the rewind and flavor you get with an ice-cold Yingling. The Golden Pilsner That's is right. now out. Uh, Jerry's Publix's, P- Twin Peaks, and uh, Johnny's Filling Station. There now. we go. And Jerry and I are, well, I say Jerry and I. Jerry's working on some tastings. We're going to get some events going for you as well. Stay tuned here. Well, you'll be tasting it too. Don't worry. And loud. <laughs> uh, coming up next, our Dubs Dread teed up question of the night. Which of these NBA playoff series? It's set, man. Got four in the West, four in the East. Which ones are you looking forward to the most? And I'll tell you what mine is coming up next. I think we are ripe for a couple of upsets in the NBA. He's Jerry Daniels. I'm Nick Grunow with Snicky Football, live, local, and loud here on ESPN 580 Orlando. This is ESPN 580 Orlando's live, local, and loud. Welcome back, live, local, and loud here on ESPN 580. It's time for you to get into our Dubs Dread Teed Up question of the night. Which NBA playoff series are you most looking forward to? What upsets do you think we are going to see? 844-225-5580. That's 844-225-5580. Text is 21232. That is 21232. Also on Twitter at ESPN 580, Nick, and at the Jerry Daniels. He is Jerry Daniels. I'm Nick Grunowitz, Nicky Football. Thanks for joining us as we're here every single weekday, Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, right here on ESPN 580, live, local, and louder. Make sure you stay tuned to ESPN 580. The latest on the Orlando Magic. Frank Vogel fired yesterday. Who's the next head coach for the Magic? Stay locked on to ESPN 580 and on Twitter at ESPN Orlando for the latest breaking news. Uh, it is playoff time. This is this is. Listen, I mean, it's sad the Magic aren't in it, but this is still a great time of year to watch basketball. This is a. I think that we are set for a much more exciting playoffs than we've had in the past couple of seasons. And it begins on Saturday, and it begins right here on ESPN 580 as well. We have a doubleheader for you tomorrow. I'll get those uh, times to you coming up. I don't have them in front of me. But, uh, Jerry, the question on the table, the Dubs Dread teed-up question tonight, which playoff series are you looking forward to the most? Your answer would be what? Philly and Miami. Yeah. uh, And it got really really much more interesting now. I think this is Dwayne Wade's swan song. We know what Dwayne Wade can do in the playoffs. I think Miami's a young team. I think they match up well against a very hot Philadelphia team. There's more experience down there. You've got a young team up in Philadelphia that has not seen this sort of spotlight yet. Yes, I know they're hot. And now you throw into the mix that Joel Embiid is out at least game one, and maybe we won't see him for another one. Philadelphia went into this series as the hottest team in the NBA. They had won 16 straight games. Sure. Right? In that 16 straight wins, and that's all I hear about is I hear about the process, how good Ben Simmons is, even though he's not really a rookie, and Joel Embiid, Shmoel Embiid, we don't really need them. It's okay. They can get through a first-round series without them. You go up and down that 16-game win streak. I'll tell you what, I'm seeing a lot of Knicks, a lot of Brooklyn, a lot of Memphis, uh, a little bit of Orlando sprinkled in there. How many playoff teams do you think Memf- do you think Philadelphia beat during their 16-game win streak to end the year. Wasn't many, right? Three. Yeah, they I thought it was six. It was three? Three playoff teams. That's how many they beat. Now, there were a couple that were close. They they beat teams that weren't dumpster fires. I mean, Denver's in there, but not a playoff team. Uh, but they beat Detroit. Not a dumpster fire, but not a playoff team. But they beat Milwaukee, final game of the, year, uh, game of the season. By the way, Milwaukee was not interested in winning that game. Milwaukee wanted to be the seventh seed. They wanted to play Boston in the first round, and they made sure that they were the seventh seed, and they were going to play Boston in the first round. They beat Milwaukee. They beat Cleveland in a very entertaining game. 
That was the Ben Simmons coming out game, the 132-130 win over the Cavaliers when Ben Simmons had a triple-double. And the other playoff team that they beat was Minnesota, 120-108 at home, and you have a West Coast team coming east. So but Minnesota barely got in. They had to beat the Nuggets in a play-in game. I exactly. do think they looked good in that game. That was actually on Wednesday night when the Magic were uh, pounding the Wizards. Um, but, you know... Uh, uh, I mean, I guess that counts because it was the eighth seed in the West. It, no, it's still a playoff team. I didn't count Denver. I have to count Minnesota. But they beat only four quality teams. Sure. And I'm counting Denver there in that 16-game win streak. I, I don't think this team is as good as everyone's making them out to be. It's because the media loves them. It's because everyone wants to talk about Sam Hankey and trusting the process. They're a, they're, they're a decent team. But even the news today, Joni Meeks is out for the entire playoffs. He's not a huge cog for them, but he is offense off the bench. So I think this team is going to miss Joel Embiid. I think that if he's out for two games or more, Miami wins the series. And we see this time and time again. You mentioned the swan song. Dwayne Wade knows how to get it up when it counts. Oh, did Dwayne, last when year. Dwayne Wade gets the playoffs, exactly. Yeah. Chicago was up 2-0. Yeah. They were up 2-0 on Boston yep. before Rajon Rondo went down. I still can't believe that happened. That could happen again. It could. Dwayne Not with Wade, Chicago, but... Dwayne Wade has one foot in the grave, but he ain't dead yet. No. And he knows in big moments how to play. He knows in and big moments... city loves him. ...how to handle himself. He knows big pressure. Yeah. And Hassan Whiteside, though he is... He's got an attitude. Uh, he knows He knows exactly... He, he is a disruptive player he's when he's motivated. Older. And exactly. And in the playoffs, he will be motivated. And, and I'm going to say something. I can't believe the words coming out of my mouth. Go ahead. Eric Spolstra might be a good coach. No, Eric Spolstra is a good coach. You said it wrong. Eric Spolstra oh, is a good coach. It's hard to bring that realization. This in. Miami team was. I never gave him credit. This Miami team, at this Miami team has, they don't have household name. They don't talent. But they, they have Goran Dragic, yeah, Hassan Whiteside, and some guy named Richardson. What do they call them? They have some glue and some. Yeah, they have, they've got some. They've got a lot of glue guys. There are. There's some glue guys on that team. <laughs> All right, real quick. If they can get one on the road and upset, you know, shake them mm. up there after 16 wins, right? By the way, I mentioned Jody Meeks there. The texture writes, and you're, you're right about that. Jody Meeks plays for the Wizards, not the 76ers, but still. No, that's fine. Still, that you think that was that was a very JJ. Yeah, I, no, no. I I mean, I just for some reason I put Jody Meeks like a moron on the on the Wizards. Still, I, that that team, that's right. It's hard to know he plays because he hasn't shown up lately on the Wizards either. <laughs> Good for you. I'm I'm just saying you're right. Jody Meeks <laughs> plays for the Wizards. I don't know. Why I threw him on that team, but go ahead. Um, so if they can get one on the road in Philly and then come home, Dwayne Wade is scary in Miami. He is. What do they call that Wade County? Yeah, that's what they call it there. <laughs> um. I, I just I I think everyone is kind of handing this to Philly. People are talking about how Phillies and by the way, like this, it could be that they take care of Miami easily and they get the momentum, and all of a sudden they're in the finals. That's how crazy these playoffs are going to be. Normally, the first round is boring. By the way, no, normally, normally, completely boring. You get you've had a few good you get, years. but you get some drama between the four and the five seed in that series, and that's about it. The one and the two seed run their way through. Maybe the three six is intriguing for a minute. The 4-5 is interesting. Which is funny because the 4 and the 5s this year are kind of boring to me. But I will tell you, okay, pieces have to fall, okay? But San Antonio Golden State could be entertaining. If in a universe Kawhi comes back in the third game. Only the third game? In the th- Oh, you mean at home. At I like, home. I like this. Go ahead. And Curry's still out. 
He's not coming in the first series. He's not coming back. I, so that's what I'm saying. But okay. I'm just in Curry still out, and Kevin Duncan doesn't look a hundred percent. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant doesn't look a hundred percent. I'm telling you, Manu Ginobili might be on his swan song little firecracker as well. My dream for that series, Golden State up 2-0, they go to San Antonio, the lights go down. And just like in WrestleMania 34, Kawhi Leonard, he repels from the roof, and Kawhi Leonard comes back. And Kawhi turns <laughs> in into a series. Suit, in a exactly, Batman suit? Exactly. Kawhi Leonard turns it. All of a sudden, the lights go down and just... That's that from the roof! Oh my goodness! Leslie Visser, look who's up in the box there. They're in the building one more time, right? They're still in the Oracle, right? One more year, and then next year they they head back across the bay. One more year. Lines are open, 844-225-5580. Zaza Zaza just starts sharpening his knees. A earlier winner of Caller of the Night is on with us. Tony, welcome to Live Local and Loud. What's up, Anthony? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Just heading back from Twin Peaks. Had a good time out there with Scotty earlier. I know you were down there with Uh, Scott. Yeah, it was great. I had a good time. It was a great place. If you haven't been there, folks in the audience, go out there. It's a good time. Uh, first thing, the, the biggest playoff series, I want to see San Antonio and Golden State. I think it's going to be a physical series. I would love to see Kawhi come back, but to me, the bigger story is the last time Kawhi really played was in the series against Golden State. Yeah. Uh, so I just want to see how, how they play against them, and uh, Golden State being down Steph Curry... I just expect it to be a physical series and a really well-played series, so I'm excited about that one. Yeah, I agree with you, Anthony. I, I, I don't know how close it's going to be. I think San Antonio will show some life early, and if Golden State takes care of them in the first two games, I think that, that they'll be able to run through them, and I understand the whole home Vegas has thing. them in five. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, it feels like a five- or six-game series to me. Gentlemen sweep. It does. Uh, I, I look across some of these other series. We're going to talk a lot of NBA basketball here, so I didn't want to go through all of them in this segment. And we got Michael Matz coming up next. Uh, I know Michael Matz is going to join us, and we'll go through some of those. The only, the other interesting one for me, and it's going to surprise you. Michael Matz will join us. I will ask him about this series that's coming up next. But it's in the East, a series I think will go longer than you expect. He's Jerry Daniels. I'm Nick Grunowitz, Nikki Football. Our Dubs Dread teed up question of the night: What NBA playoff series are you most looking forward to? That's eight four four two two five. 5580. That's 844 225 Text 21232. It's live, local, and loud. Michael Matz joining us next here on ESPN 580 Orlando. This is ESPN 580 Orlando's live, local, and loud. Michael Matz set to join us right around the corner here. He's the sportsbook manager at Victory Casino Cruises. He'll give you all the insight you need for this upcoming weekend's NBA playoff games. We're going to go Eastern Conference in this segment. Right, We'll go East here and then West at at 7 o'clock. He's, he's with us for a half hour, right? He can only stay 15 tonight. Oh, we're going to have to hurry. I know. We're going to have to really and book it here. he's so good. All right. Yeah, we all are. Right, we're going right. to have Let's... to book it here with our guy, Michael Matz. Uh, we're we're going we're gonna to forego his intro, too, then, because we just got to move. We got to move with our guy, Michael Matz, and we got to talk NBA basketball here. He's Jerry Daniels. I'm Nick Grenowitz, Nikki Football. Michael Matz joins us on the line now from Victory Casino. Cruises and give him a call at 855-GO-VICTORY. Go on out there and have a good time. Uh, Michael, man, appreciate the time for you joining us. I'm going to start you right uh, right off the bat here. Let's not waste any time with pleasantries here. Uh, the NBA <laughs> playoff matchup, it's our Dubs Dread teed up question tonight that you're most looking forward to is which matchup? There's a couple of intriguing ones, but the one I'm looking at is OKC in Utah. Oh. Uh, and I find myself almost secretly rooting for OKC 
they have had a pretty good run at it over the last six or seven years, but they seem to be one of those consistently maligned teams. So I'm, I'm taking them, I'm adopting them as my go-to team here, uh, and I'm very interested to see uh, how they play in what appears to be on paper a pretty even matchup. Um, and we've got a little bit of two-way business on that. Um, that's the one I'm really intrigued about seeing. Yeah, if you just look at the season series, it's misleading. Oklahoma City won that th- one three out of the four, but two of those matchups were without Rudy Gobert. So that, that will change things quite a bit. Let, let me head over to the Eastern Conference here with you, Mike, because the series that Jerry and I are both looking forward to the most uh, is the Philadelphia 76ers and the Miami Heat. Joel Embiid will miss game one. How much of an impact, and I, I know that you can see kind of the trending in terms of, of where the money's going, with no Joel Embiid for game one, has that changed any of the uh, any of the uh, the activity that you're seeing here, and do you think that changes the series much? Uh the the flow of cash and wagers says that it's not. We opened up seven and a half on that game one, uh, and we're sitting on seven right now. And as look, I looked at all the matchups today and where we were as we put them up yesterday. Um, we're pretty even. I don't see a lot of people who would favor Philadelphia all of a sudden getting off of Philadelphia because of that. Um, they like that our our our. Patrons like the depth factor, like the love of the way that they've played, and they've played very, very well uh, in that second half of the year. So uh, there's not much of a headwind based on the injury. Uh, We'll have a little better picture of it tonight because we're expecting a really good crowd down in the book. But right now, uh, it's a little tilted to Miami, but not a lot. He is Michael Matt, Sportsbook Director over at Victory Casino Cruises, joining us here on Live, Local, and Loud. Uh, what I'm going to do, Mike, here is we're just going to go through uh, the different series, and I kind of want to get your thought what you're seeing in terms of some of the trends here. Uh, to me, Raptors-Wizards is extremely interesting for Game 1 because this Raptors team has lost nine straight Game 1s. They're 0-5 at home in Game 1, so you might see a team come out extremely tight uh, against a Wizards team that that didn't sneak into the playoffs but lost to the Magic in their final game of the year. They seemed okay to play the Wiz- the uh, Raptors in Game 1. Uh, what are your thoughts on this series? The uh, It's kind of hard to go against Toronto, I think. The pricing for the series uh, has Toronto as a very, very large favorite. Toronto's actually minus 650 for the series. Now, looking at the recent play and uh, Washington, I remember we talked about them in the preseason, one of those intriguing teams that could take a step up. Um, there may be a little value in the series for Washington, I think, at plus 500. Uh, but the solid backing is on Toronto. Uh, and in game one, uh, our, our betters are all over Toronto there. We opened up eight on that game, and we're sitting Toronto eight and a half. And I would expect we'll see a little more action on Toronto before they tip it off. Yeah, if the Raptors lose game one of that series, though, everyone starts to get a little nervous, <laughs> and that's where things get a whole lot of fun. Let me move on to Celtics-Bucks here. Michael Matz joining us on Live Local and Loud. Everyone wanted to play the Celtics, Mike, uh, because they're so injury-riddled. 
uh, with Kawhi Leonard out and Gordon Hayward out and Marcus Smart is missing as Obviously well. Obviously, the Wizards weren't that interested. The Wizards weren't, but the Milwaukee Bucks were enough to lose by 40 in their final game of the year to the 76ers. <laughs> uh, I'm not so quick to get off the Celtics bandwagon here. I What are you seeing with this series? Because the, the public, I think, can really kind of sway this either way. Yeah, the public is really torn on this one. I think they know that in total, Boston is probably the better team. But on this one, you have key players, um, critical cogs in the machine uh, that are out and banged up for Boston. They come in a very wounded team. uh, And I think on this one, people are waiting it out. We have not seen a lot of activity on this game. We opened up at at Boston 4 for game one. That's where we're we're at right now. Uh, And for the series price, once again, Celtics took a little bit of money today. We're sitting at one minus 165 for Boston. And if this were a month ago and you could get 165 on Boston, you anyone would be all over that. Uh, And I think the reduction in the price uh, reflects the fact that this is really one of those unknown series. Um, Boston did play well before the injuries. Uh, They kind of hit that. They hit that little mudslide even when they were healthy about three-quarters of the way through the season, have not been able to get back on track. And so the pricing on that looks fairer, I think. And I think our betters are saying that might be one to stay away from. Um, we'll see more tonight and tomorrow. That's a bad break for Boston because, I mean, at, at the All-Star break, boy, did they look like they were primed for, for a run to get to the finals. It doesn't look that way now at all. Talking to Michael Mads, Victory Sportsbook Manager for Victory 1 and 2 at the only legal sportsbook in Central Florida out at Port Canaveral. For more information on how to your your group out there on the boat, this is the great time of year to get out there. You can do so at victorycasinocruises.com or call them at 855-GO-VICTORY. Um, Oladipo has overperformed this year after leaving Russell Westbrook in OKC last year. He headed back home. Now he faces off against a Cleveland team that is famous for underperforming sometimes in the first round. How do you think this matchup looks? I think I think my, my brain says that it might be a competitive series. But my heart just tells me that that Cleveland should move on pretty easily. From a betting perspective, we took three pretty good wagers today. Every single one of them was on Cleveland to win the series. With the seven. Uh, Are we at seven now or no? uh, I think we moved to seven and a half. Let's look at the game price. There's there's 750 for the series, and Cleveland is still sitting on seven. We didn't take much on the individual game okay. uh, as much as the people looking at that seven-game series pricing, which is always very popular. It takes away that anomaly of a bad performance or someone may get hurt during uh, the early part of the series. It leaves room for adjustments and depth, and that series setting has become extremely popular with our patrons here on the vessel. Uh, game one, we're still sitting at seven, but we've seen a big tick up in the series price where we started at 650 uh, for Cleveland and now we're sitting on 750. We had our big meeting today for our golf tournament coming up in the fall and I will tell you Michael, we got your foursome already ready for you and Pete. Looking forward to having you as always, always looking forward to having you back on next week. The season is here, so we will have you on very regularly and of course through both the NHL and NBA playoffs. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, this, you are right. This is 
high time for a sports wagerer, high time for people that love sports. And it is always a pleasure to join you guys on Live Local and Live. And of course, if you don't know what you're doing or you're not comfortable and you want to not only bet on sports throughout the world, you can also bet on any track. That is correct. They are doing simulcasts out on the boat now, both at the afternoon and evening cruise, seven days a week. And Michael is usually there. And well, I'm sorry for that, Michael. But yes, he works all the time. He's out there and he will help you with that. For more information, visit them at VictoryCasinoCruises.com. Thanks, Michael. I think we lost him. But anyway, well, Mike, Mike gave up on that. Mike gave up. It was a little too much, too much of an outro for him, I guess. That was that was Michael Matt's always good. <laughs> He's to, on the uh, boat. Yes. So the boat's heading out. Yes. Just one final note. He was talking about uh, Cavs Pacers. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about that series, a little more NBA stuff coming up here. But the one thing, if you're thinking about the Pacers perhaps winning that series, LeBron's never lost a first-round series. Just think about that. LeBron in his career has never lost a first-round series. And I've had a couple of people tell me, hey, listen – Maybe the Cavaliers a little vulnerable here. The pressure of LeBron leaving, pushing in on these guys. LeBron has never lost a first-round series. I do not expect him to start doing that now, even against the Pacers team, where I don't know if they have a defensive answer for Victor Oladipo. Lots to get to in hour number two. That is coming up next. He's Jerry Daniels. I'm Nick Grunowitz. Thank you, football. It's live, local, and loud.